Hey, y'all, it's your girl Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. And before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears whenever you feel like it. <laughs> and I hella appreciate that. So check it out, right? I want to preface this, this by saying that I am a champion of... As a person who was in these multiple communities at the same time, I am a champion of folks doing healing work. I am a champion of people recognizing or rediscovering and recognizing their spiritual gifts and using them to the best of their ability. However, I'm saying all of this with love and respect, not only as a member of this community, but as a consumer in this community as well. So I'm really praying and trusting that this lands in a place where folks are open to receive it and do not get defensive. Because at the end of the day, this is going to help those who are really into not only purchasing services and goods from folks who use their gifts for profit, as well as those who have spiritually led businesses. So what I want to say is that At some point, we have to be careful with how we present ourselves. And I'm saying we and are because I'm never above what I say. And by me saying this publicly, this is also a challenge to myself to maintain how I position myself as well. Whether we're in the marketplace of attention or whether we're in the marketplace of actual sales of goods and services, right? The public is not as stupid as people think they are. A lot of times people will not say things to us in terms of what they pick up on. And they will not point out the contradiction because honestly, as humans, we do have a level of contradiction with how we operate, right? It's just, it just kind of is what it is. Not to mention there's a lot of subjective things that people pick and choose on in terms of how we give attention to things and how we, you know, so it is what it is, right? But I'm noticing that we have a weird tendency to position ourselves as if we're better than, but we're really on the same level of the same people just on a different polarity. So again, you know, we got on one end, super unethical. We got in the middle, kind of neutral. And then on the opposite end of that polarity, we have so ethical that sometimes people ain't making money because they so buy the book and because they are so, you know, stuck to their ethics and morals that they don't even feel right doing certain stuff because of, you know, how it may come off. So what I'm I'm seeing is a common thread, and this isn't about any particular healer or person that is using their gifts for money. What I'm noticing about just in general and what I'm hearing again, because I talk to a lot of people that, you know, have used to be customers of folks and aren't customers and don't really go out and solicit services as much because they see that it's a lot of marketing and it's not a lot of skill anymore. And I understand that with social media is an ultimate marketing tool. To be honest, I, I've been using spiritual homegirls, um, Instagram as a marketing tool. I swapped that over three years ago. 
So ain't nothing wrong with it. I use this to the point where <laughs> I was marketing even when I wasn't selling nothing. So, you know, it's just a marketing tool. The access really comes through the membership. So I get it. You know, you do what you you do what you do with your social media and you do, you know, play how you play it. But the thing about it is a lot of folks position themselves as these kinds of folks, but got a problem admitting when their predictions or when their forecasts are incorrect. There is nothing wrong with admitting that you were wrong on a prediction or an assessment or a forecast. Why? Because we're not perfect. I would not view a reader differently if they were wrong. I would ex- I would side-eye a reader or a person who claims to be prophetic if they claim they were never wrong. Yes, celebrate when... Matter of fact, you know a person who does admit this? Psychic Wayne. Shout out to Wayne. Wayne will make a prediction based on a forecast. He will follow up on it and be like, you know, I was a little off on this, but this is what we learned from XYZ. And then if he's right, he'll say, this is where I'm right. I don't really see a lot of readers admitting when they've gotten things wrong. And on one end, I can understand that because it shows that, hey, you you don't necessarily (laughs) have the accuracy all the time, but that's to be expected. I'm not going to expect somebody to be 10 for 10. You should be close to 10 as possible, but but 10 for 10 is not, is not realistic. But on the other end, it makes it look like you can't hold yourself accountable when you are wrong or when you were a little off, you know? So we can't present ourselves as being these all-knowing kinds of people and then act like we can't admit when we got something wrong that we truly did not know 100%. Another thing is I noticed that the positioning of, oh, these folks are trying to tell you about X, Y, Z, but, you know, they, the thing about it is, right, the fear-mongering for a lot, not all, but fear-mongering is how a lot of readers make their money. And I don't know, I know they don't like to hear that, but it's true. And depending on how you handle that, That's actually nothing wrong with that, right? And the reason why I'm saying that is because there's a level of ethics and moral conviction you have to have in order to provide services knowing that people will come to you because they're scared. That's one thing. That's a different thing. If people are coming to you because they're scared of something happening in their life, And they're coming to you on their own free will and their own volition. And they're coming to you to help you get clarity with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you become a person that likes to use your brand to instill fear and then promote yourself as a solution. Now we're going into um, perversion, capitalism, American way of doing business. The exploitation of people's feelings to where you... Dig them up, stir them up. Then you say, hey, <laughs> I got the solution. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let me dig this up. With how I, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then another thing too, again, like I said, everybody is moving in a way where they want to be as best prepared. Some of those things are driven by differing levels of fear or then want to be proactive. Nothing wrong. Like I said, nothing wrong with people that are that are kind of fearful and are uncertain coming to you. But when your entire business is based on instilling fear, it's a different story. Now, 
there's a caveat to that. Then there are healers who will shame those folks for fear mongering and then do the same thing, but on a very slight level. Again, like I said, the public ain't dumb. Everybody keeps talking about the, the, the veil is lifting. The veil is lifting. Yes, the veil is lifting. And even on people in our communities, folks is getting very, very smart. They're getting very clear about things. They're seeing things a lot better in, in, in this time frame than they probably were a few years ago. There's so many things that we can access to kind of, you know, work on our own um, clairvoyance or our own type of gifts or our own intuitions. And you can't see here and shame folks and shame readers about how they push fear. And then you spend your business predicting about fear events and then you promote your services like that's the same thing. <laughs> like you promoting fear too. Now it's one thing if you're promoting something that says, Hey, this is what's going to happen in this year. Matter of fact, I keep it a thousand with you. One of my elders, and I, and I kept this a secret. I, I said it in my Patreon and it's probably maybe a few people who know outside of that in my circle. I told them about it and I, I paused on sharing it on the podcast because I wanted to provide a breakdown, right? But an elder told me that there were some things that were going to affect the collective at a certain date. He told me this. Actually, two of them told me this. One elder told me, a white woman elder told me this in 2017, I want to say. And then a black male elder told me this in 2019. And he gave me some specific years. And it's so interesting because they both predicted the same thing on different systems. The white elder predicted this through Western astrology. The black elder predicted this through, uh, I think it's called Chaldean numerology and Eastern astrology, uh, Vedic astrology. So I said, very interesting that these two elders on two different coasts, the white elder was in Georgia, the black elder was in LA. I said, very interesting that these two people are sharing these same exact things within two years of each other. How interesting is that? The white elder gave me the receipts with the astrology. And then the black girl gave me the receipts with the numerology. I sat on it. I said, you know what? I could share this with the platform. But what good is going to come from it if there's not a solution? So what I did was rather than, you know, instill the fear in people, which I knew would be easy. And I could have used that fear to promote something. I said, uh, let me not do it that way because I don't want nobody fear mongering me. Because I look and that's the thing. And this has kind of hurt me in my business, too. It's helped and it's hurt. Sometimes I'll approach things based on what I would want to be as a person that engages with myself. And a lot of times you have to take yourself out of that. But when it comes to the installation of certain things like fear and and constantly manipulating, because to a degree, everyone has to, you know, kind of get your attention in order for you to pay attention. And then if you're interested then you do what you do. But in terms of me being like, I'm going to use fear to gain a following. And I don't want to do that because you're going to constantly be looking to me for your guidance. And I'm like, look, I want to be a person that folks come to, but I don't want to be a person that folks start to depend on to where they feel powerless. Because what good is freeing yourself from what you were doing before if all you're going to do is be dependent on another person? Like, I think just this is just me. In my life, healers and therapists and things like that, use them for how you need to use them. Go it alone for a while. And if you need to use them, they're always there for a follow-up. That's how I look at it. 
You know, that's just me, though. Everybody has their own needs. Some folks need a therapist for years and years and years, and that's okay. Um, but at the same time, they still have to bring their own work to the session in order to make sure that they're progressing. You can't just let somebody tell you stuff and then you don't do nothing. That means the work's not being done. Even with healing work, to a degree, depending on what that healer is into, there's certain stuff that you have to do in order to help progress your things along. So, you know, I just don't want to be a person where folks are just mindlessly looking at me without the need to self-reflect or do their own work. So that's my take on that. But you can't like like for me, I'm just not I just don't want to do it. So what I said was, you know what, let me start sharing more about what I like to do off app, growing my own food and you know, protecting my peace and my energy and my boundaries and really aligning with my actual tribe and who works with me best. And, you know, and so that and, you know, my relationships, assessing relationships, I decided to just pivot my platform into providing solutions versus tell y'all, hey, X, Y, Z is going to happen in these years. You might want to do X, Y, Z, because honestly, the solution is something that we should have been doing anyway. We should be learning how to grow our own food. We should be learning how to, you know, do certain stuff to protect ourselves spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, etc. These are things that we should be doing. You stay ready. You don't have to get ready for nothing. So I just decided to just kind of pivot my platform to do that. And that's what I've been doing for the last three and a half years. So now that I'm out of school and now, that, you know, some time has passed and now that I've established myself in that way, it's time to switch over to my membership. So that's another thing. The last thing I'm going to say is I want us to stop predicting things that are already happening. Again, the public is not stupid. We already have issues with water. All you got to do is a simple Google search, news search, and you will see that there is a lot of issues. There have been multiple water crises in the United States. There's some that are global. We had Flint for many years. It was unresolved. Still low key is probably unresolved. We got Jackson right now. Um, we have a lot of different crises that's been happening. So saying that the water or whatever is, is going to be contaminated, that's already something that's happening. That's not a that's not a prediction. That's a statement of a fact. The food also has issues. We've been on this. If you look at the FDA.gov website, you will see lots of food recalls every single day. <laughs> there's a lot of food recalls. We already know there's issues with soil. There's already documentaries that talk about the roundup in the soil and how the soil is actually killing the plants and the nutrients aren't really there like they used to be. That's why everybody's saying that the foods that our grandmama and even our mom and them, even us, depending on how old some of us are, to a degree, are not the same as what we're eating now and what these new kids are eating now. That's not a prediction. That's a fact. So... A lot of people are starting to see that some of those predictions are actually not predictions. They're actually reaffirm, um, reaffirmation of what's already happening. So please, y'all, just be careful. with And I'm saying this again out of love because I want people to win and I want people to be able to make good money using their gifts because I've always been a person. If you've seen my episodes from at least three years ago, you know that I believe that healers should be paid. I believe readers should be paid. Anybody that's providing a service should be paid, whether you are bartering or whether it is through the gift of Mother Nature in her coins and in her paper. Regardless of what that is, you deserve to be compensated for your energy exchange. But please make sure you are giving folks what their money is worth and making sure that you're presenting yourself as somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. I'm saying it with love because I want y'all to win. But again, the public ain't stupid. Likes do not always equal agreement. Likes do not always equal like, oh, this is these people fool with me. 
Like that doesn't always equal that saves, shares, none of that. It just means that folks are interacting in some way, shape or form with what you post. So please, y'all just be mindful of how y'all present in online, because a lot of people are putting two and two together. And for some, two and two is equal in four. For some, two and two is equal in six. And that's not right. <laughs> so I'm just trying to give some game to those. Again, this is as somebody who's been around for at least 10 years looking at social media spirituality and then being out as spiritual homegirl the last six. So I'm just saying like this is not a place where, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to give some game where folks can pick up on it. If you're mad, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Just tighten up your business because people are looking. And if you aren't mad and you're like, you ain't deciding to tighten up. It's okay to admit when you're wrong. It's okay to admit when, you know what I'm saying, you might have been a little off. It's okay. As long as, to me, as long as you're accurate the majority of the time, that's really what matters. Like I said, I've side-eyed plenty of folks who think that, or who think that they're always accurate 100% of the time. That's not true. That's not possible. Every single thing? No. It's okay to give yourself grace. So that's it, y'all. I just wanted to get that off. Um, Again, the public is not stupid. I've I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks. So please treat your public like the intelligent beings that they are. Okay? So, homegirl loves you. All right, so I'm going to get back to um, my posts in my Inner Peace Posse community membership. I'm really excited to build with them off app. Um, I don't know if y'all noticed, but like I said earlier in the episode... My social media has kind of been used as a marketing channel, and that's how I intend to use it moving forward. And I know some people will probably be like, you shouldn't have said that. I don't care. I've been around six years. Y'all know how I operate. I'm not going to sit here and act like it's not what it is. As of right now, it's a marketing channel. And you'll be seeing some ads on them apps sooner than later as well, because I need to direct my energy as of right now to my membership. I used to be very accessible in the DMs, not so much now. I used to be in the comments. I'll still be in the comments. But in terms of having access to me and being able to pick my brain, like I stopped that about four years ago because I had to protect my energy. I was getting drained. So now I have a membership where folks that want to do that, I have the capacity and the opportunity in the space to allow them to do that. So I'm going to make sure that I nurture them and whatever they need, you know, in the community, I'll make sure I continue to build that up and then, you know, I'll just keep rocking over there. I just prefer to be over there anyway, because can't nobody flag me for something. I can be uncensored there. I can actually talk my stuff there. The podcast is cool, but the the membership has their own podcast, too. So (laughs) so it's like a little mini community, you know, what I'm saying that's kind of ducked off outside of the social media apps and even outside of this podcast. So if you want to, you know, join the community as well as hear some of the stuff I have to say here, you can do so. Just go to the, you know, innerpeaceposse.com or click the link in my show notes com and join it'd be a lot of fun we did a self-love poetry night that was dope um it was really fun and i plan on doing more events with my folks um shout out to destiny destiny is committed destiny has been to every single thing i've done this year shout out to destiny b you know who you are she's a member of the community and i love the fact that she shows up for herself every single time. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you supporting not only Spiritual Homegirl, but being one of the founding members of the Inner Peace Posse. Thank you so much, Destiny. I appreciate that. So with that being said, y'all, I'm finna get off of here. This has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl podcast. My name is Maria, the Spiritual Homegirl. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself. And whatever you do, do it with love, even while helping folks with your services. Okay? Love y'all. Peace.